Oftentimes people have similar questions that come up when we talk about narcissism, narcissistic personality disorder, all different types of things. We're going to dive into 12 different questions. And these are a lot of times frequently asked questions that people have about narcissism, about toxic individuals and about things that are happening inside of narcissistic personality disorder. So I'm going to walk through some of these that I have listed out. We'll kind of talk through them, see where you're at with them and see what questions resonate with you. And if there's any question that you're like, hey, that didn't answer it enough, or I want to know more about that, be like, hey, please do a video on question, whatever it might be. Okay. So that'll help just give me a perspective as well. If you guys are new here, my name is Ben Taylor, self-aware narcissist on this channel to help break people free from narcissistic abuse. I help break the trauma bonds, the emotional and the mental fog of being with a toxic person, and ultimately have you step into your freedom and your power of being the person that you're actually called to be. So I'd love to be able to help you move forward in that healing process. When we talk about narcissism, there's typically questions that people have. The first one is typically like, what is narcissism? Isn't it just the person snapping pictures of themselves, like showing selfies? Uh, not exactly. Like that's a piece of it at times that we see as maybe an outworking of the behavior, but that's not necessarily a definition. When we talk about narcissism, we're typically looking at someone who is has a sense of entitlement, that is self-absorbed, that is focused on themselves, that is exploiting other people, is manipulative, struggles that connect with anyone with empathy as far as they're unwilling to acknowledge your feelings. A lot of times they show arrogant, haughty behaviors. They're trying to be able to manipulate and control. They need excessive admiration. All these different aspects, okay? That's just like a brief summary. If you wanna know more about that, look at my video on DSM-5 when we talk about narcissism, diagnostic criteria. But when you talk about narcissism, that gives you a brief, quick, super quick overview. The hard part is the overview is what psychologists and therapists know and understand, but oftentimes it doesn't help people because it's not practical and they don't actually see it in the wild. So as a result, when they're interacting with people, they're typically not helping them break free or they're not actually helping the narcissist because they don't actually see it. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I'll probably talk, maybe it's like once a week. If not, it's at least two a month uh, to counselors, to therapists, to psychologists that have been with a doctor person that they reach out and they're like, I don't get why am I stuck? Okay. One of the second ones is, is there healthy narcissism? This has been a newer question that people have brought up. And in reality, there's a piece of like narcissism defined by the DSM-5 is not healthy. So I think that's like helpful for everybody to see. Like if you talk about actual narcissistic personality disorder, is that healthy? No, it's not healthy. It's not helpful at all. So like there's some aspects that like narcissism, is it healthy? Is it unhealthy? There's a difference between someone being confident and someone being arrogant. So there's not really like a crossover. Like people try to connect the dots too much. So like, can you be healthily entitled? Can you be healthily arrogant? Can you be healthily uh, exploitative? Can you be healthy with having a lack of empathy? Can you have, be healthy with requiring excess admiration? Like the whole thing's phrased in a way of like, no, it's negative. It's not a positive thing. And so people need to understand like, oh, well, they just have healthy narcissism. Like we're talking about people that are abusive. 
We're talking about people that are showing up in an abusive way. And if you have narcissistic personality disorder, you are prone to show up that way based on just the traits. So you understand, healthy narcissism isn't, I don't even think it's a thing personally, but people like to label stuff and people like to have different phrases for it of like, oh, that's just healthy narcissism. There's a difference, okay? And if you read the DSM-5, there's not a healthy version of that, okay? One of the questions people ask is, why do narcissists get angry when confronted? A lot of times when a narcissist is getting angry, it's because like you've confronted and you've started to expose something that's underneath. Narcissist is running away from guilt and shame. They don't want to engage. They don't want to be there. They don't want to see it. So it's like, what can I do to get away from it? If I can do anything I can to get away from guilt and shame, good. I'm gone. I don't have to worry about it. It's over. Whew. At least that's gone. Okay, so narcissists will run away from guilt and shame and let anything happen to you so they don't have to be held accountable. Narcissists get really angry with confronted oftentimes because there's truth to it and because they don't want to hear it. Narcissists will take your confrontation as an attack and be like, oh, they're attacking me. Guilt and shame getting exposed. I have to hide. I have to push the other person away. We move into number four, which is why are narcissists so judgmental? Narcissists typically can't look at anything being wrong inside them. So it's like something has to be wrong with you. Therefore, something can't be wrong with me. I have to ignore the fact that there's something wrong with me so I can focus on you. And as a result, I'm just going to be judgmental. Like it's easier to put you down than it is to focus on me. Narcissists do this a lot of times with projecting, putting things on you, making you feel bad for you. Let me project something onto you so I feel better about myself. Let me make you feel bad so that I don't have to deal with my own emotions. Narcissists oftentimes are judgmental because they're throwing it back on you so they don't have to look at themselves. Why do narcissists behave superior and entitled? To keep this aspect of like, I'm so great, I have to puff up my ego. My ego has to look bigger than yours. I have to be better. I have to, to look better, act better, talk better, be perfect, all these things. And so narcissists oftentimes will push you down, being like, you are subservient, you are less than, I am better than you. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Uh, can narcissistic personality be cured? Okay. Typically the aspect is no, it's not even possible. Okay. Now it's not possible for anyone to heal, to be cured, to grow if they're not willing to be honest. This is the problem is narcissists typically aren't ever honest. So it works really hard to be able to see this work moving forward. There's different aspects that narcissistic personality disorder can be treated and there's different modalities that people have started to see success with, but it only works if the person is willing to be honest if the person is willing to actually show up and engage in a vulnerable way. That's harder than just someone being cured with therapy. It's harder for a narcissist to be honest and vulnerable because what exposes inside. Number seven, does our society celebrate or value narcissism? Yeah, absolutely. This is a big part that a lot of people in politics, in business, are very narcissistic or have narcissistic personality disorder because what they care about is the achievement, not the people. Now, that doesn't mean they're a good leader. 
It just means they're successful in what they do because they can steamroll and they can roll over other people. And great leaders are ones that can actually interact, engage, and support and help other people grow and rise with them, knowing that they can't do everything on their own, but they need to have other people to help them execute the greater vision of what they're actually doing. So oftentimes our society does value a lot of narcissism, does view that as being a positive. Uh, does narcissism get worse over time? Just did a video on this. So you might not have a question. You can check out a video on this one. Um, but a lot of times it does. Uh, it absolutely gets worse over time because they get better at the manipulation. They they start getting more intricate with the lies. They start getting worse with the entitlement of like, I've lived this long. I should get what I want. It typically does get worse over time. The abuse gets worse every time you come back and you'll see this slow progression of it get worse and worse and worse. Uh, number nine, when does it really catch up with the narcissist? This one is probably the hardest to be able to answer. A lot of times people are looking for like, when do they get what they deserve? When do they get this? Um, but at the end of the day, like reality catches up to them. It might be at a place where they're on their deathbed because they haven't actually been willing to stop and evaluate the lies, evaluate the things that they've been saying and doing. So as a result, it's still toxic. It's still at the place where like, hey, I don't want to admit that there's anything wrong with me. So I'll just continue to move forward. Oftentimes, this is where they end up being alone and still blaming on everyone else, not having a rock bottom, but saying like, oh, like this is everyone else's fault. Now, what do we do? Now, number 10, how do you spot a narcissist? A typical question that people want to be able to see of like, how do I figure this out? There's all these pieces of like, okay, gut feeling, intuition. If you've been in a toxic relationship, it's probably not going to help you out because you've already cycled through toxic people. So we need to be able to educate you and have you understand what this actually looks like, what this means, and how it shows up on a day-to-day -day basis. And so seeing the entitlement, seeing the lack of empathy, seeing the pieces that are in the relationship being like, oh, this is not healthy is going to be helpful for you to be able to see. Unfortunately, there's not a one-stop shop of understanding this. There's the person crossing your boundaries. They're pushing the relationship too fast, too far. There's like them not being respectful to you when you say no. There's different aspects. You can see different signs, but until you add them all up, a lot of times you're not going to know if you're dealing with a narcissist or not. Number, uh, number 11, how do you set healthy boundaries with a narcissist? Like, the, the hard part here is healthy boundaries and narcissists don't really go together. You can set up boundaries for you, but typically the narcissist is not going to respect them, not really going to care about your boundaries. So it's more about how do you set boundaries and then how do you enforce them? How do you actually keep... Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the must not take yourself too seriously and 6-1 since that matters. And what do I even say other than hey... <sighs> Well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble with exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. At this point, boundaries need to come from a sense of knowing who you are and the direction that you want to go. So when you set these boundaries and decide you're going this direction, you need to make sure that the other person is not going to sideline you or pull you off. This oftentimes is making sure that those boundaries are for you, not for him. If you're trying to control or manipulate or make sure he fits the mold of how you want him to be, it's not going to work and it's not going to produce a healthy result that you actually want. And number 12, I think we've done a couple of videos on this of what happens when you break up with the narcissist. I know I have one from the narcissist perspective. 
and also when you know that you know a couple videos but like when you break up with a narcissist oftentimes it goes through a cycle of you've broken up like he's moved away he's disappeared oftentimes he'll come back they'll be like this hoover but there will also be this aspect of you trying to figure out how do you actually move on so many people get stuck with a trauma bond with the toxic thinking of like wait a second i can't live without him he said that no one else would love me. No one's going to want a single mom. How am I supposed to move forward? And when you break up with a narcissist, oftentimes that confidence, that self-esteem that you used to have is completely gone or shattered. So rebuilding that is essential for you to start moving forward because you might develop codependency. You might want to go back. You might hoover yourself back into a toxic relationship because you don't want to know what to do when you're not inside that piece of chaos with being with a toxic person. Hopefully that makes sense. We've walked through a lot of the frequently asked questions. If you have questions about this or want a video specifically on one of these questions, leave a comment down below and we can see about grabbing that for you. Thank you all and you all have a blessed day.